sanctuary in the building. Listen, just direct your eyes to the screen. Luke chapter 15, beginning with verse 25. We're going to read to 31, all right? We, not, we, we won't cover all of these verses, really just three I want to lift up, but um, let's, let's go ahead. Let's, let's, let's jump right in. Y'all ready? Luke 15, starting with verse 25. These are the words that the Lord has for us. This is the story of uh, the story of the prodigal son. You've heard this story a million times. I've heard it preached. Uh, and so often we look and we hear it preached from the perspective of the youngest brother, the one that took his inheritance and he just kind of went off and did his own thing. Um, but God directed me this week to these verses. Uh, and this, this isn't from the perspective of uh, the young brother that took the inheritance. This is, this is from the perspective of the big brother. I want us to, to go ahead. Let's, let's jump in. Verse 25, it says, now his older son, this was the oldest one. Now his older son was in the field. And when he returned, he approached the house and he heard the music and dancing. So he summoned one of his servants and began asking, what is this meant? In other words, what's going on? And the servant said to him, your brother has come back home and your father has killed the fattest calf because he has received him back safe and sound. But the older brother, the oldest brother had became angry and deeply resentful and was not willing to go in. Listen, y'all, he was so mad. He didn't even want to go in. And so his father came out and began pleading with him. But he said to his father, look, all these years I've served you like a slave and I've never neglected nor disobeyed your command. Yet you have never given a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. But when the young son of yours has arrived back home who has devoured your estate with immoral women and slaughtered the, you slaughtered the fattest calf for him. Listen, am I by myself when it seems like, listen, other folk that, listen, they, they ain't loving him like you are. They ain't serving him like you are, but they seem to get the fattest calf. They, they seem to get ahead in life. They seem to get ahead. Am I, listen, am I just preaching to myself today? Verse 31 says this, though the father said to him, son, you were always with me and all that is mine is yours. You be seated today. Father, we bless your name. Father, we thank you for all that you have and all that you are belongs to us. Will y'all just shout, listen, I don't want y'all to shout, it's yours. I want you just to take personal ownership, just to declare over your own life, it's mine. It's mine. It's, it's mine. It's mine. Listen, it was... Uh, a recent, a recent news article here recently, and uh, this recent news article was released by USA Today. 
released by USA Today. And this news article, it, it, it covered the story. It actually showed a huge disparity between uh, the working class right now in America and the unemployed. Amen? Huge, huge disparity. Uh, it even went on to articulate how different businesses and corporations in corporate America are beginning to offer incentives for those that are unemployed in order to get them back to work. Are y'all are y'all following me? Are y'all following this story? Several states now, in fact, are even offering Minister Sean one-time bonuses for people to return back to work. In other words, if you go back to work, you get a bonus. You you get a bonus. States like Oklahoma, states like New Hampshire, states like Montana and Arizona are now ending their federal unemployment early. Uh, Arizona, in particular, in this article, USA Today, says that they will now pay a $2,000 bonus to individuals that are willing to go back to work and work full-time, and they will pay $1,000 to individuals that are willing to go back to work and working part-time. In fact, Arizona Governor Doug Ducci is quoted in this article in USA Today saying, and I quote, uh, in Arizona, we're going to to give federal money to encourage people to go back to work, end quote. Meanwhile, for me and others like myself, everyday working class people haven't received any bonus nor incentives for those that have been working all along. Y'all got a little bit of time today just to hang out with me while most of the world was put on pause during the pandemic. There, there were still Kiwanis frontline workers that never missed a day of work. There were still folk that still never called out, even in the middle of a global pandemic. They, there were single mothers that still had to figure out childcare, still had to make it do what it do. Um, I'm asking the question today, is there any hope for the weary? I, I just need somebody today to help me understand. I, I want to preach for a few minutes, if it's all right, if it's all right with you. I just want to preach just a few minutes, focusing primarily on ver verses 29 to 31. I want to use as a subject in a hashtag today, hashtag SMO. In other words, I want to use as a subject today, straighten me out. I, I got some questions. I got some questions that I don't quite have answers to, Byron. I, I need somebody to help me. I need somebody to get me together. Erica, Erica, I need somebody to straighten me out. Maybe, Ebony, you know the secret. I'm trying to figure out how in the world is it that it seems like the folk that don't deserve to get ahead seem to keep pressing forward and the ones that's trying to live halfway decent, the ones trying to do half right right, listen, are still caught up in the struggle. I need somebody today to straighten me out. God, I'm praying. God, I'm fasting. God, God I'm up at the crack of dawn seeking your face, but I'm still waiting on the promise. Somebody, somewhere, please straighten straighten me out. Straighten straighten me out. Straighten me out. There, there are a few verses here today that we're privy to and these couple of verses today. It uncovers now the heart of a son, uh, not just the heart of any son. This son now is unveiling his heart toward his father, who also happens to be the king. You'll, you'll get this in just a little bit, I, I promise. This son now, he pours his heart out to the king and what appears to be his heartbrokenness and what appears to be uh, his, his transparency and what appears to be his honesty over what has happened. 
He's now experienced something that's left him feeling some type of way. Any, anybody know what I'm talking about where you've gone through anything, you, you've experienced some stuff and it's left you feeling a way. You, you feel some type of way about it. He, here it is now. This son now has always stuck by the king. This son now has always trusted the king. This son now has always been loyal and faithful to the king. This son now has always been there for for the king, but it seems now like the king sees everyone else but him. The, The king sees everyone else's effort, everyone else's hard work, but he doesn't see him. What do you do when when you've given everything you had and folks still don't see you? What do you what do you do when you've given everything you had to something or someone and it still doesn't turn out the way that you hope for? I, I need somebody to straighten me out today. I, I need somebody to help me. And and now as a result of you not getting what you thought it is that you hope for, you're now forced to stand back and watch other folk weep what you thought was your promise. You're now forced to stand on the sidelines and watch folk get blessed over you. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Some somebody shout straighten me out in other words what do you do when you've been more faithful than anybody else and still the folk what you've been faithful to they they still didn't see you they still didn't appreciate you they they still didn't honor you they they still didn't even respect you I need somebody to straighten me out today listen all that I did all that I gave all that I sacrificed all, all that I gave just for you to give me your behind the kiss what do you do when you don't get what you thought you deserved? I, I need somebody to straighten me out. Can I can I lift up a few things for your ears today? Can I lift up just a couple of things? Listen, the, the very first thing that I want to mention, I, I want to mention this to you. I want to mention the importance. Uh, this, is, this is a secret right here. This, this is the secret of sight shifting. Can I talk about the secret of sight shifting just for a little bit? The secret of sight shifting it was verse 29. That's where I said we're going to start, right? We're going to start at verse 29. It was verse 29 where the son said to his father that I've served you like a slave for many years. I've always obeyed your commands, but you've never killed the fattest goat for me and allowed me to have a feast with my friends. Let, let, let me let me just point out to you real quick that that shifting your sight now is going to require work. You you can't look at it for what it is anymore. You you can't look at it for what's been done to you. You you can't look at it anymore for how things have turned out. But you now have to shift your sight. Um, this is so important because uh, and and shifting your sight, Angelo, is not about how others see you anymore. But when you're shifting your sight, it's now about how how you see yourself. Listen, how others see you when you're shifting your sight, it it really shouldn't affect how you see yourself, but only how I see myself ought to matter. Uh, here's what I want you to get now, because in the text, the son refers to himself not as the son, but refers to himself as the slave. Listen, what what if your issue now isn't how the father sees you? What, what if your issue isn't how other folks see you? What, what if your issue 
issue to getting ahead is how you've been seeing yourself. Listen, he said in the text now that, listen, I've served you like a slave. Why why in the world would you serve like a slave when you, you in fact, are the son? Listen, you've got to shift your focus. You've been worried about how they see you, but the truth of the matter is, is how do you see yourself? Greater is he that's in me. I, I might not think the world of you, but I think the world of myself. Listen, you got to see yourself. Where are the folk that's, listen, I've got to shift my sight now. Not, not from how you see me, but I've got to shift my sight now to how I see myself. Listen, do you do you know who you belong to? Do you do you have any idea who your father is? Do you, do you understand the resources that you have? Listen, you've been downplaying yourself. You've been pitying yourself. You, you've been beating yourself up. But listen, I come to testify. Listen, God's got something on the inside of your of yourself. You, you've got to now shift your focus now. Sight shifting. Somebody just declare, God, shift my sight. God, shift my sight. God, God, shift my sight. I'm not, I'm not who they said I am, but listen, I'm, I'm a child of the king. I, I might not belong to you, but I belong to, to God. Listen, and what concerns him? Well, it concerns me. And what concerns me? It, it concerns him. See, when you, when you see yourself as a slave, uh, then you tend to see God now as your master. Uh, and, and when you see God as your master, everything gets distorted. Listen, he, he says now that I'm not calling you slaves, but I'm calling you sons and daughters. It, it's not about how you see other things. It's, it's about how you see yourself. Mark, Mark 10, 44 says that the son of man didn't come to be served, but to serve and give his life as ransom for many. So you've got to now shift, shift Shift your sights. Shift shift your sights. Maybe I'm stuck in this cycle. Maybe I'm stuck in this season. What's kept me stuck? Maybe it hasn't been you. What's kept me afraid? Maybe it hasn't been you. What's kept me ashamed? Maybe hasn't been you. But in this season, I now have to see myself. I've got to see now myself. Can I can I can I share the next thing? And this this kind of messed me up a little bit, Diamond. I uh I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell the truth and, and shame the devil. It, uh, I was a little bit confused, Angelo. Uh, and in the next verse, uh, what confused me uh, about the son, the oldest son, uh, was was this part of the story where we ran into some shade. Uh, can I can I now help you real quick? Can I talk real quick uh, about the sin of shade? Can I can I can I help some folk? Listen, Marcus, don't don't put your head down. Listen, don't don't put your head down. I want I want to talk real quick about about the sin of of shade. Uh, but before we talk about the sin of shade, can we can we can we really just be transparent? Can we just be honest? Uh, can anybody feel the pain that this oldest son is feeling right now, where he says, "Listen, I've stood by you. I I've been loyal to you. Listen, I I never left you. But here it is. Other folk have com- acted a complete 
complete fool with you, have completely taken advantage of you, listen, have completely used you. And I've been here all along. And listen, I, I don't even get the fattest calf. I, I don't even get a little bit. Can, can anybody feel this big brother on this, that I never left you when they left you? He, he took all that you gave him and wasted it all. I, I've been standing here waiting for you. Can anybody feel feel the pain of this big brother? He's now pleading with the king, and he's asking the king, what about me? God, what about what about me? You you ever you ever have those moments where you just you just asking, listen, God, what about me? I know folk that ain't in church every Sunday uh, and seem to be more blessed than I am. God, what about me? I I know folk that don't even wake up uh, with you on their brain and marriages seem to be in better condition than mine. God, what about me? I'm I'm watching folk get job after job after job. Listen and got records that have been expunged, and I I did my best to do this thing the right way when I was a child I thought as a child God what about me any anybody know what I'm talking about where you can feel this son now pleading with with this father what do you do when when all you can do now is watch some stuff go down and the stuff that you've watched go down right in front of you, you know it's not right. What, what do you do when the stuff that you watch and go down, you, you know, Angelo, that it's an injustice? What do you do when, when the stuff you watch and go down, you know it's not fair? Listen, he, he watches the son leave and waste it all and then watches him come back and be celebrated for his return when he came back empty-handed. I, I did everything I knew to do. If I'm, if I'm just honest, I can feel this big brother. Here it is. I did everything I knew how to do. I tried to even model what a big brother ought to be for him. I, God, I trusted you with it. Listen, I did my best to manage it. Listen, I, I stayed when everybody else walked away. But even when I stayed, that got me nowhere. I, I still got the short end of the stick. I still got overlooked. I still got overshaken. I still got taken advantage of. And I, I've done everything I can do to keep it together, all I've sacrificed, all I've endured, and yet the sun comes back. I've got some questions, and, and I need somebody to straighten me out. I, uh, I, I can feel the weight of this big brother. He says, I'm, uh, I'm not even asking for a lot. I'm, I haven't even asked you for my inheritance. I just, I just want to know that you see me. God, I just, I just want to know, King, that you see me. I, I just, I just want to know that you, that you care about me. I just want to know that you care about my pain. I just want to know that you care about what I'm going through right now. I just want to know that you see how hard I've been pressing. I, I just want you to see how hard I've been fighting. No one else knows the strength it takes just to wake up and comb my hair and make it out the door and press my place all the way to a workplace and deal with a bunch of folk that don't even appreciate me. You, If only you knew how hard it took. I just want to know that you see me, I, that you see my struggle, that, that you see my pressing. Anybody, listen, I just need you to straighten me, straighten me out, straighten me out. Listen now, not, after the son, after this oldest son, he 
makes his plea now. He's now pleading with his father. Uh, he, then, he then does something uh, that we do. He, he throws a little bit of shade. Um, I, just, I just want you to know, listen, when, when God is in the straightening process, uh, listen, whenever he's straightening something, you, you, can't, you can't shade what God is trying to straight. Uh, I, I just, I, I, want you, I want you to get this. Can, can I just talk about the sin of shade really quick? Uh, the sin of shade. Everybody say the sin of shade. The sin of shade. Byron, can you take us to verse 30? I just, I got a feeling that some of us, we need to be liberated today from the sin of shade. I, I want y'all to look at verse 30. Listen at what it says. It says, but when this son of yours, this is the big brother now. He's, he's now talking now to the king. Uh, he says now, but when this son of yours has arrived, who has devoured your estate with immoral women and has slaughtered uh, you now go and slaughter the fattest calf for him. Uh, the the sin of shade, y'all. Uh, y'all can can y'all catch that all in verse all in verse thirty. Uh, this this older brother now he had an issue with his father now uh, what his father did. Uh, but it's so interesting that he moves now from verse twenty nine to verse thirty. He he's no longer keeping it now on the father. He he has now started throwing shade on the little brother on on the son. He says, listen, it it's this son of yours. Do y'all y'all see how shady? that is. Listen, they, they got the same mama, Marcus. They got the same daddy. Um, but in an effort to distance himself from his own brother, he doesn't even take ownership. He, he says, this son of yours, he, he's wasted all of your money on prostitutes. He, then he comes home with absolutely nothing, and you kill the fattest calf for him. Uh, this, is, this is what I want you to get, uh, because sometimes uh, the shade you throw uh, it can cause you to sin. Sometimes the shade you throw, it, it can cause you to sin. But let me, let me help you real, real, real quick. Um, because, um, when you, when you throw in shade, uh, and unless, uh, if what you speaking in your shade throwing is facts, uh, it's not shade. Okay. Uh, so, so listen down, man, it, it ain't shade if it's facts. All right, I'm, I'm going to give you that one for the free. It, it ain't shade if it's facts. But, but listen, listen, the son now, he, he starts throwing shade. Uh, and oftentimes shade can lead to, to our sin. Uh, when, when people throw shade at you, uh, uh, they're, not, they're not hurting you. Uh, but when people throw shade at you, it often causes them to miss what God has for them. Because instead of them being worried about them, they're worried about you. Uh, listen. It's all right here in verse 30. You, he, he, he's upset that he didn't get what he thought he deserved. So instead of him keeping it on him, he, he now shifts the focus from what he thought he deserved to what he thought the son didn't deserve. You, you can't be worried about anybody else and expect God to bless you. Listen, you, you can't be throwing shade at anybody else. You can't be worried about anybody else. You can't let the bitterness in your heart rob you of the blessings God has for you. Here, here, here is what I mean. What, what God has for you, it is for you. If, if you aren't careful with your shade, you'll, you'll absolutely miss what God has for you. Can I, can I say that again? If, if you aren't careful with your shade, you'll, you'll miss what God has for you. 
Look at what God had for him. Look, look at what the king had for him. He, in verse 30, he's worried about all the wrong stuff. He's worried about all the wrong people. But verse 31 says this. Listen, a, after he gets done throwing the shade, it, it's the father now that says to the son, son, you are always with me. All that is mine is yours. Can I, can I close with just this last thing? I know, I know we've talked about the shade. I know we've talked about the sun, but can, can I talk about the short shadow real quick? Uh, I just want to remind you of the shadow. Listen, that all that the father has, it, it's yours. Listen, the father said to him, son, you are always with me. In other words, even though the son saw himself as a slave, the, the father still reminded him that he was a son. He, uh, he, he was well acquainted with the king. He, he slept in the king's mansion. I, I want you to get this thing with, with this father and this son that the son didn't even understand, didn't even realize, li listen, didn't even see, listen, how close he was to what it was that he wanted. He, he was well acquainted with the king. Yes, he, he slept in the king's mansion. He, 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 he ate the king's food. He, he ate at the king's table. He, he was served by the servants of, of the king. And so not only did, did the son have access to, to the king's resources, uh, Ebony, but he also had access to the king. I, I just want to know, and listen, in, in my mind, I got the thinking uh, that although he saw himself as a slave, the father kept reminding him that he was a father. Listen, all that I have, it's already yours. Listen, it's some stuff that already belongs to you. The, the question might be, have you asked for it? That, that was the difference between the youngest son and the oldest. The, the youngest didn't mind asking for his inheritance. The youngest didn't mind opening his mouth and asking the king what he thought was his. And here it now is that the oldest brother feels a bit slighted and feels a bit overlooked. Why? Because he didn't ask for what he thought was his. Listen, I, I want you to know that I know there's some times where you maybe have felt a little bit less than you. You felt a little bit overlooked. You you felt a little bit left out. But but I'm reminded of the Psalm of David where the, David said in the Psalm that surely goodness and mercy, it shall follow me. In other words, you're always with me. You're, you're always with me. And God, if you're always with me, then I'm always with you. David said in the Psalm that the one who lives under the shadow of the almighty God shall dwell in the shadow of the almighty. I just want you to know there's some stuff that you've got in the short shadow. There's some stuff that you, you haven't asked God for, but it's in the shadows. It's some stuff that belongs to you that all you have to do is ask God for what you need. Ask God for what you want. I just need God to straighten me out. Straighten out my faith. Straighten out my focus. Straighten out my attention. Straighten out my perspective. Straighten out my direction. That much like, much like this big brother, God, when I get into my feelings, I need you to straighten me out. God, when I get a little bit confused, God, I need you to straighten me out. I know that in verse 29, I've been looking at everything and everyone else. But Father, in verse 30, 
you reminded me that everything that is yours it belongs to me God straightened me out I'm not a slave but God I'm a son God straightened me out I'm not a slave but a daughter of the most high God father we need you to straighten out some stuff straighten some stuff out in us father the areas where we've lost sight of you father the areas where we've lost sight of your faith father where we've lost sight of your perspective your purpose and your promise father we got some stuff today that we need you to get back into alignment father we've got we've got some things god that we've been walking around with And Father, we need you to help us get it straight. We open up the doors of the church now. And Father, we ask as we extend this invitation That for some of us, God, we've we've lost our way. We've we've lost the right perspective. Because God, you remind us today that even in the moments where I felt overlooked, even in the moments where I felt unappreciated, even in the moments where I felt that you didn't see me, that people didn't see me. God, I've always been under your shadow. The sun was so close, yet he felt so far. the son that had access to anything that he could have needed. But he still never asked. Are you asking God for anything in your life? Is there anybody that still expects God to bless Anybody still expect God to move? I don't know what you need. But it's yours for the asking. And so, Father, we declare today that everything in our lives that have been jagged everything in our lives that have been raggedy, everything in our lives that 
have been messed up, Father, we ask that, God, you straighten it out. Yeah. Hallelujah. What do you do? Yeah. When you've done all you can. Come on, God. Listen, those of you at home that are streaming, will you just lift your hands wherever you are? And just declare, God, straighten me out. Everything in me, God, that doesn't belong, God, straighten it out. Every bad habit, everything I'm holding on to, everything that's been a challenge for me, God, listen, straighten out my faith. The stuff I stopped believing you for, God, straighten me out. You just stand when there is nothing left to do. You just stand. Watch the Lord see you through. Yeah, because after, after you've done all you can, you just stand. 